Hey guys, welcome back to Discover Spring Ford. I'm standing out front of Anna Marie's place on Main Street in Royers Ford Borough. One of the first things that I hear when I tell people that I live in Royers Ford is, you gotta go to Anna Marie's. Because if it ain't Anna Marie's, it ain't breakfast. I'm Jeff Desiato, a local realtor, aspiring actor, and transplant to the Spring Ford area. And I'm on a mission to find the best that Spring Ford has to offer. I'll be interviewing local business owners, civil servants, and other prominent members of the community to find out what makes Spring Ford a great place to live, work, eat, and explore. I invite you to join me on my journey as I discover Spring Ford. Inside, owner Anna Marie, believe it or not, that's her real name, is waiting to discuss the history of this place and what it's like to be a part of such a vibrant community in the Springford area. As you guys that have been watching the show know, I'm a recent transplant to the area, and when I told people that I was moving to Royers Ford, I had two responses. One was, where? And two was, oh, you have to go to Anna Marie's. So I'm very excited to be able to, to meet with you and, and discuss the history of this place and uh, you know any visions you have going forward for oh, your involvement. You yeah, no problem. So. Um, why don't we start at the beginning, if that's okay? Sure. Tell us a little bit about your, your backstory, uh, you know, childhood, grew up, and, and how you ended up launching this place. All right. Um, my parents, um, I was born in Upper Darby, and um, as the neighborhood we lived in got worse, they wanted to move out here to the country. <laughs> you know, it was the country back then. It's interesting, not to interrupt you, oh, but yeah. uh, um, uh, quite a few of our... Uh, our guests on this show have grown up in that area. Mm -hmm. Mike McCloskey grew up in, yep. that, in that area. Um, Jim Buckman of Stickman Brews yep. also is from that mm -hmm. area. So it's kind of funny that there's been that continuing line. But anyway, yep. it continues. <laughs> so uh, they moved. Um, I grew up eight blocks from the restaurant. Oh, really? Yeah. And uh, they moved here when I was three. I went to Spring Ford. Um, I started, my first job was working at Center City Steaks and oh, okay. Pizza over the bridge in Spring City. Um, I went to the Votech School, the Western Center um, for Culinary Arts. I then had a scholarship to go to Johnson Wales in Rhode Island. Oh, wow. um, it was incredibly expensive for my parents. So on um, a holiday, I came home and there was a for sale sign in the window. And I looked at the phone number and I called and, you know, it's a small town. Right. So Crispin Jewelers and Make a Special Catering, they actually owned it. Oh, really? So, yeah. <laughs> okay. So I called and um, they told me that it was a running business, not owned by them, and it was not doing well and they were looking to get out. So... Um, I went home and told my dad, I said, I'm going to buy a breakfast place. <laughs> and he just kind of, he said, are you sure? He said, you don't know. And I'm like, well, just do it for a little bit. So this I'm was like, before you went, you didn't go to Jones No, I did. Well. I went so you did and, go yep, to I came yeah, back okay. on a break. Yeah. Oh, okay. This is on a break. Yeah. And um, I believe it was Christmas break. Um, it was just so much cheaper. Then, to, yeah. it, it was cheaper to buy the business with a loan than it was to finish culinary school. Yeah. <laughs> so I kind of thought that um, I would do it for a couple years till I figured out exactly what I wanted to do. I was going to culinary school to be a pastry arts major and a baker. 
I don't have that kind of patience <laughs> at all. I want right now. I want yeah. done. I want quick. So I knew that that was not for me. Right. So I was going to do this for a little while. And knock on wood, it's, it, it's been amazing. And that was 23 years ago. I've gone nowhere. And <laughs> I'm still here. Well, you physically may not have gone anywhere, but I I think the reputation of Anna Marie's has exceeded well beyond the Springford area at this point. I I, I appreciate that, and I do love that part. I do. I love that no matter where you go, um, somebody somewhere knows Anna Marie's. Yeah. That's amazing to me. And I think uh, it definitely has become synonymous with Royersford, especially based on the responses that I've gotten. Yeah. And I've eaten here several times since we just moved here in May. I've eaten here several times, and I can understand why. So that's a great. We have we have a man who um, he does antique cars, and he was looking for a part, and he was uh, calling around all over the country, and he called someone in Alabama, and he found this part, and giving them the address, he said, "Roars Ford." And the guy said, "Where?" And he goes, "I know, R O Y," and he goes, "No, no." The pancake place, <laughs> and the guy was floored. That's incredible. Um, on the antique car circuit, there's a bunch of shows up the East Coast. Okay. So this man had actually been here when he was at a show in Philadelphia, and like that kind wow. for growing up eight blocks away and literally going nowhere. Right. That kind of stuff is amazing to me. Right. It's amazing to me. It kills me. That's not a, an uncommon story with this area, especially, you know, talking with Mike at the mm-hmm. railroad street. We talked about the magnet, which has kind of become goes, this, like, yeah. It goes I mean, everywhere. He's, he's gotten requests from Rome, from, from mm-hmm. soldiers that are, you know, overseas in the Middle East, and they're just sending, the bumper stickers are going everywhere. It's amazing. And Anna Marie's, I feel like, is the same place. So it, on one hand, it's great. And on the other hand, I'm like, well, how do you not know where Royersford is? Like, when I say that, because, like, if, if there's all these really, you know, what do you call it, regional traditions or local mm-hmm. traditions that have that have stood the test of time. Yeah. So what, what was it like as a, a young girl, essentially? I mean, you were 19, 20 yeah, years old. 19. To buy a business and take it over and have to run it on a regular basis, like... Most 19-year-olds these days are taking yeah. selfies. So. Exactly, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm, I missed that part altogether. Yeah, there was no selfies. There was no keg parties. Yeah. There was no, no. I was doing payroll taxes. So. <laughs> um, Back in my day, it, we exactly, did payroll taxes exactly. for fun. <laughs> um, we, I don't know, my parents were always there behind me. They helped me do anything. My father redid the inside of the restaurant. He plastered everything. Um, he painted. He. Uh, they helped me hang lights and all that kind of stuff. And because I didn't know what I was doing, it wasn't that scary. Because right. again, in my mind, I was like, ah, if it doesn't work, I'll move on to the next adventure, and right. you know, we'll wing it. So. Um, it's like blissful ignorance. It, it, <laughs> yeah, it, it was. Like I said, now if I knew then what I know now. Just the, just the staffing and um, trying to get help and the hours. Yeah. I, it would have terrified me. Yeah. I would have never done it. Right. But um, no, I was really lucky. The fact that we tried it and uh, having their support behind me, that was, you know, that was paramount because if I was completely on my own, I don't know if I would have made it as far. Right. So. Now, um, what? <laughs> 
this might be a stupid question, but was there any thought to the name when you decided to, to open the place, or was it Anna Marie's from day one? Believe it or not, there was never a thought. I yeah. didn't know. It was um, in all the years prior, it was someone's name. It yeah. was uh, Will's. Oh, the previous? Yeah, oh, okay. it was Will's, it was Terry's, it was Bud's was down the street, Debbie's was down the street. Um, all of these... You know, at 19, I was like, oh, I guess I'll call it Anna Marie. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Right. That's great. I mean, I can, did you notice in your own, you know, you, looking back in high school, obviously you get a lot of hindsight and you can see things about your character, about your personality. Um, did you always have that kind of creative entrepreneurial spirit that you would think that you would actually start your own business at 19? Or did you always think that you would kind of be under somebody else and working in a... Yeah, no. Yeah. no um, I I have a stubborn streak. <laughs> I don't really enjoy being told what to do. Um, I was a I was a good worker, I think, for other people. I would hope. Um, but no, I knew I wanted to be in charge, and that way it could be my way. Yeah. Um, and believe it or not, that was actually more important to me then than it is now. Yeah. Now it's more of I have a good team behind me and. I, the more ideas, the merrier. But at, at nineteen, twenty, I wanted to be, you know, my own boss. I, that was the plan. I just didn't know what it was going to look like when it was done. Right. Whether it was going to be catering, whether it was going to be um, a, a dinner restaurant, breakfast restaurant. Yeah, I wasn't sure what was going to happen, but. Right. I find it, you know, going back to what you said about how, like, you didn't know any better, so it was mm-hmm. kind of better that way. I kind of felt that way um, when I decided, because I rather later, you know, when I was 30, started to say I can't work for other people anymore. So I I didn't know what was available to me. I didn't know what right. was out there because I had kind of always grown up in the you're a cog in a giant wheel kind of mentality. Like, they're this is it you find a job and you do this and, and that's it, forever yeah. <laughs> you know and mm-hmm. uh, I always really bucked against that and found that and I thought there was something wrong with me like I was lazy or I was this or that and I'm sure there's part of it is that I was a little lazy but also I think it's amazing how motivated you can be when you care about the work that you're doing right so I think it's, once it's I different. every time I was involved in something I really cared about I worked harder than mm-hmm. everybody and that should have been a telltale sign that it, I needed to do my own thing so right. thankfully with the support of my wife and uh, I would say my kids, but they were too young to know any different. Um, I went, became self-employed and working in real estate and now um, building this media empire. <laughs> um, and so it's, and it's, I can't imagine ever going back to working as like a, and some people that's what they're wired for and that's great. But I, I what fascinates me is talking to, to people like yourself um, and people like the previous guests that we've had where it's almost been like, there was no other option and, yeah. and finding out the backstory and a lot of times people come from, and they one of the common threads is if you had told me 10 years ago if you had told me this many years ago that I would be doing this I would have told you you were no. crazy yeah, I would have said nope yeah nope. <laughs> like if when you were 18 if you if someone had told you in 2017 people you're going to mention the name Anna Marie's and people and people are going to know exactly yeah. what you're talking about they're going to mention Royer's for people are going to say oh Anna Marie's yeah. yeah exactly right and I think that's really cool because uh, especially in the culture that we're in, there's like a lot of overnight or what we call overnight things, yeah. and people. So the the patience and the, the longevity is not something that is emphasized as much. Mm-hmm. Um, so just to, to especially in this you know town, unfortunately, we've seen a lot of from what I hear and talking to other people, 
a lot of places come and go. Yeah. And, you know, you've probably been able to witness that firsthand and to see, you know, your neighbor, neighbor neighboring facilities yeah. pop up, close, pop up. And for you to be here, um, I think it's a testament for to the team that you put in around you and also the work that you've done. Yeah, so, we try really hard. And don't get me wrong, we've been, the support of the town and the people, we've been so lucky with that. Yeah. Um, but it, to there are a lot of places that locally you see them open and as a business owner you're like oh something new yeah right good for you and then you're like on the same team yeah essentially. and then right. like a yeah. year later where'd they go like yeah. what happened so that part yeah, nobody is, takes out ads in the newspaper to say that they closed no, no, they <laughs> yeah. just, it's just quiet yeah. and they disappear yeah so it's and like i said it, it's you kind of you feel for them because right. you are you're on their team and you know how hard it is right um i don't think the restaurant business is the hardest business but it's not easy right like like i said the staffing and dealing with the public and you know a lot of different businesses have a lot of different aspects the right. restaurant it's like the perfect storm of oh, everything <laughs> of, you know it's accounting like, customer all, service all food it. service um PR, so it is hard. So especially if it's a restaurant that all of a sudden closes, you're like, oh, yeah. You're like, all oh, those people, those poor people, right? Because <laughs> sometimes it's not even their fault, right? You know, it's yeah. It's, so it could be a number of things: economic downturn, it can be exactly location. One person be. they hired like brought the whole thing down. For, you know, like there could be a lot of different Absolutely. things. So, um, what it, what are some of the things that? you had at the very beginning you might not remember and you might have just been trial and error but like were there certain key aspects about Anna Marie's even from day one you're like this is if I'm going to do my own thing this is what I want it to be like or you know as far as my, hours or menu or whatever uh, my, no my big feeling was uh, how it should feel when you came in um, because I grew up here and because I have such close ties in the community um, the restaurants that I that were here previously, Terry's, Bud's, uh, Will's, um, Debbie's, when you walked in, they all knew you were a local. Yeah. But some of them were friendlier than others. Some of them had uh, a different dynamic. When you walked in here, my my father's old school. He still is. People are trusting you for a product. They are putting their money, their faith. Um, the people who wait in line for a table, they're putting their time. When you come in, you should feel important. You should feel that we know you, that we appreciate you. You should feel like family. And that is the one thing. Um, my weekend servers, they've been here from almost the time I opened. Wow. Uh, you know, 23 years. They've That's grown amazing. up with me watch me get married, babies, a whole nine yards. People will come in, and if one of them wasn't here on a weekend, I'm not sure <laughs> how people would react. Right. Like, it's just a, it's a family atmosphere, and it's um, welcoming. Right. And I, I like it to feel homey. Yeah, that's one of the things that attracted me to this area, was when we came, you know, our, our search <laughs> continued to, go further and further from where we were originally going to look and it was just like you know I I'm, I kind of have we, we've had a very transient life so to, to really put down roots has been very important for me mm -hmm. and my family so it's one of the reasons why I wanted to do the show honestly because I'm tired of being 
a non-local or like a, <laughs> a transplant yeah a tourist Words through you know exactly right yeah transplant yeah exactly that's i'm tired of feeling that way yeah and uh there is something to be said about feeling at home yeah you know, and that's what that's kind of what i bring into my uh you know it's one of the things i talk about with real estate it's like there's a house and then there's a home like you have to feel at home and that you know it, it's an important aspect to the community and i felt that as soon as we came into the town you know mm-hmm. even there's vacant stores there's right. there's all the stuff that towns have but you know, my wife and I talked about like the community feel, and that yeah. felt like I honestly felt like we had stepped into a time I didn't think existed anymore, where people actually look at you in the eye and like mm-hmm. say hello, even if you've never seen them before. Exactly. <laughs> like, I grew up in Philadelphia, so mm-hmm. um, didn't get that very much there. It yeah, was like, is, why are you my, looking at me? This <laughs> you know? is my home, and I am comfortable wherever I go. I know people wherever I go, even the people okay. I don't know. Exactly. It's morning. Open the door for you. I think that everyone should feel that and um, you can't you might not have it where you live like the people who are coming from uh, who are on vacationing and who have never been here before you might not have that in your neighborhood but I like to show people that that's here right so as soon as you walk through the door it's good morning and the servers are sometimes a little loud they yell at you But, you know, it's like being in someone's kitchen. Right. So. Yeah, that's a great. It's like you walk in and you feel like, yeah, you just. Everybody hangs out in the kitchen when you have a party anyway. Exactly. So why not bring that feeling into the, mm-hmm. and the ours actual is, restaurant? Ours is even so. an open kitchen. Yeah. So, I mean, you can't really get homier than that. Yeah, so. well, it's funny. I have always had this, this fantasy, and I've talked to my wife about it, where. You know, I wanted to live somewhere where there was a counter that I could pull up to until I was like 80 years old and I knew everybody and I'd get the newspaper and I would sit there. And like the first time we walked in here, I was like, Jay, Jay, this is it. You know, like there's a counter and there's like banter between the staff and the patrons. I love it. Like it was just like I could. That's one thing that I've really felt in everybody that I've met in this town and especially the business owners and stuff. I feel like they all you all uh, really understand the strengths uh, that this area has. Yeah, it's a good it's a good place, and we all stick together, and we look out for each other. Yeah. And it's like I said, as soon as as uh, soon as I saw that you were doing this, you know, anything to help Word, yeah, anything to shine a light on what a wonderful place it is. I think it's an awesome idea. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. I do. I think and, it's a uh, great the, idea. the response overwhelmingly has been similar, and I'm just so thrilled because it's something that. I've I've been planning for like two years and I didn't have a town to call my home. Like it's like mm-hmm. I I said whenever we end up where we're gonna end up, and it's a long story. I won't bore everybody. You can go on my website and stuff to read my blog uh, to find out the whole story of how we ended up in Morrisport. But um, you know, so it was, I wanted to hit the ground running because I yeah. wanted to shortcut the the learning curve. I guess right. like I wanted to be. You know, I grew up in the north, or not grew up, grew up in Philadelphia, lived in the North Penn area for 10 years, and my friends always used to call me the mayor of Lansdale, mm-hmm. even though I wasn't or had no yeah. political leanings whatsoever. But because any time there was something happening there, I was like there. I was yeah. involved, and it didn't work out that we would set up our permanent home there, and it's totally fine because now I feel like it's like not, no offense to whoever the current mayor of Warriorsford is or anything. <laughs> I'm not gunning for your seat. But just that attitude of, you right. know, like, I want to go places and I want to meet people and I want to mm-hmm. feel at home. Oh, and uh, and it, so far, the response has been really, really warm and positive, and I really appreciate that. No so, problem. Um, how about uh, any lessons that you learned? I, I always ask this question of everybody. Anything that someone taught you, whether it was a teacher or somebody who invested in you in some way, um, 
that you've kind of held on to all these years later yeah. and kind of I know I'm putting you on the spot but a, a, you know, a motto or a mantra that you've kind of lived by um, to get you up on those early mornings and stuff um, well there's there's been a lot of people um, but I've been like I said I've really been lucky with all of that um, my first my first job at Center City Pizza um, when I opened the restaurant his name is Larry Bollinger he uh they interviewed me and they're like why do you want to open a restaurant and I'm like well I want to own my own place and Larry's always golfing it seems a really good idea <laughs> and so Larry was like I've been here 20 years it took me a long time and I'm like oh I didn't you know he was like that doesn't happen overnight you need to keep oh I saw you know I took that away yeah. Someday I still can't go golfing. I'm still here every day. <laughs> I'm still here every day. Worked out a little better for him, but um, I don't know. When it comes to the community aspect, uh, uh, one of the people who started Community Day with us, uh, Beth Smith, she always taught me um, do good and take no shit. <laughs> she was like, you know, you, you stand up for what's right and. Um, you, you know, you stand up for the people who can't, uh, people in your neighborhood who need a hand up, you have to be there for them. Um, again, it's a lot of give and take. They, the community supports me, so you have to support it back. And it's, like I said, it's a, it's a big thing for me. It's a, it's just, you have to, you have to put your money where you live. You have to put your heart and your love into what you do. And where you're from. Yeah. And I know I sound like a bumper sticker or something, but I really this is I my, love it. This, this place is my thing. Yeah. So yeah, Roarsford is home. Right. And don't get me wrong, there's every fourth Friday <laughs> I, I might tell you I'm moving to a TP in Minnesota, <laughs> yeah. but I don't really mean it. And yeah. the next day it's all okay. Yeah. But um yeah, it's a good place. Yeah. I love it. I, uh, Anna Marie was one of the first people to buy the I Heart Rofo t-shirt and yes. she bought two of them I and do. she took a picture of herself mm-hmm. wearing it and made it Anna Marie's profile picture that's right and I, I was Rofo. floored I told my one of my friends actually who's a, a theater friend of mine and uh, they just bought a house they uh, they were the first people to be like oh you gotta go to Anna Marie's okay when I told them I was moving to Royersport so as soon as I saw that you changed your picture to that I texted her and I was like Guess who's Anna Marie's best friend? <laughs> and yeah, she was awesome. like, "Oh my gosh, that's so cool!" That's so I was awesome. like, "I was like, I feel like I'm a superstar now." And I got Anna Marie's thumbs up, so it's all good. Well, in my in my own life, it's the very opposite. Oh, okay. I have a 14 year old child. Oh yeah, he's in ninth grade this year, yeah. and in the last year, he just started figuring out that people know who I am. Really, it took that long. It took him that <laughs> yeah. long. See, my kids already think I'm famous. Oh, no. Well, Cooper because I'm Cooper, on Facebook. Cooper will know a lot. Oh, okay. At school, they're like, is you want the pancake lady? No. <laughs> Not the pancake lady. Oh, no. Oh, that's really funny. Mm-hmm. My eight-year-old. He'll come back around. Oh, well, my eight-year-old yeah. will tell anyone. Yeah. She'll stop someone on the street. Really? <laughs> She's like, hey, mom makes pancakes. I'm like, do you like pancakes? I stop. I eat the best pancakes every day at Anna Marie's. To make the commercial for it. Exactly. She's ridiculous. And eight-year-old girls could sell anything, so. I know. I know. 
Just put it. Make sure you put her in an iHeart Rofo t-shirt. Yeah, I, yeah. Mm-hmm. she's coming to community day to get one. Oh, awesome! <laughs> so we're set. <laughs> yeah, very excited about that. And I, so this uh, this will air in October, but um, or maybe November, depending on how many weeks it is. I've lost track. But I'm very excited about this coming weekend because community day and then the premiere episode is is airing. So or airing, whatever you call it, uploading, <laughs> uh, dropping. Um, so that's. That's exciting for, for us in the, the Desiato household. Um, and uh, what I would say is, if you ever need a line cook, 10 years from now, 20 years from now, that is another fantasy that I've always had. Because I love to... Perfect. I love, like you had said earlier, and I kind of tucked it away when you said, like, I don't have the patience to be, like, a baker. No, I don't. I have the like, I, I If I can find ways to cook delicious food very fast... Very fast. Yeah, that's like... <laughs> I always said that. I was like, oh, it'd be great. Like, I could just, some, there's like this weird, like, escapist mentality where I'm like, if I could just, like, cook some food and just, like, tune everything out, I don't know. I don't know if that would ever happen. But it, well, it may, you, may not be far. Or I might just open a hot dog shop right next door to Anna Marie's. There you go. To pick up the, the after people have eaten we and they need those late night as snacks. like, guest chef of the day. <gasps> just, we'll just throw you into it one day. Oh, my gosh, that'd be awesome. Mm-hmm. We can do that. The pancakes will be much smaller. <laughs> <laughs> if I make them. That's why I, when my kids came in, we got silver dollar pancakes. They were like the size of normal pancakes, or even bigger than a normal pancake. So I, everyone thinks I'm kidding. It's, <laughs> it's an honest to god truth. When I opened the place, I was like 300 pounds. Really? Yeah. I'm I would a, never imagine. I'm a that. foodie. Yeah. I want food. I want big food. I want yummy food. I want it right now. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want I don't want to wait. I don't want anything that has to be too intricately designed. <laughs> I want yum and I want it now. Well, I can empathize with you because one of my, uh, you know, regular apologies on this show is it, this is like the the least flattering angle for me, <laughs> and I I refuse to wear baggy clothes because I feel like it makes me look even bigger than it's I am. Yeah. But that means form fitting, and then you see each form yeah, as it as it do. rolls. I got gotcha. you. Unfortunately, so I apologize to everybody watching once again for getting this. Prime view. If you like this view, you can comment below the, the video. That'll make me feel really good. Say, I love rolls. Anna Marie's makes the best rolls. Anyway. <laughs> um, well, thank you so much for this. This has been oh, no a pleasure. Um, before we wrap up, let people know how they can find out about Anna Marie's online. You can shout out all your different social media platforms and stuff. Uh, well, we, have, we have an Instagram and a Twitter. I don't know what they are. <laughs> Probably just search yeah. Anna Marie's yeah. and ignore all of like the really racy ones. Yeah. And then uh, <laughs> pick but, the one that looks like a giant pancake. Yeah, but. we don't even have a website. We don't advertise a whole lot. Uh, we work by word of mouth, but we do have a Facebook page. And we have a good following on that. And um, I try to promote the community on it also. Yeah, that's great. So for every Anna Marie's post, you'll get something that's coming up in words for it. So. Right. <laughs> that's awesome. It's good to give back, and I always I there's like the eighty twenty rule. I I, exactly. I do that too. Like eighty percent is just going to be personal interest stuff, and then twenty yeah. percent may be like, hey, how you doing? Look you know, come and get yeah. a pancake or something. <laughs> you know, like it's like it's more about the giving than the getting yeah. in return. So I think mm-hmm. that's really awesome. Well, thank you so much. Oh, thank it's you. been a pleasure. I'm I would so I would like to, to yeah, to no me. problem. I'd like to continue talking, but I feel like uh, I will make the show an hour and a half if I don't stop myself. So uh, and no, no one problem. would watch it if it was that long. Uh, but maybe we could do a part two. I would love Come it. Back. And that would be great. So thank you, Anna Marie. Oh, thank you. Thank you guys for watching. And get down to Anna Marie's or up, depending on where you're located <laughs> <laughs> geographically. If it ain't Anna Marie's, it ain't breakfast. 
You heard it right here, and it's also on the sign, so I stole it from there. Thanks a lot for watching Discover Springboard. We'll see you next time. That just about wraps it up here on Discover Springford. I want to thank Anna Marie and her staff for allowing me to come in and do the show today. And I want to encourage you, the viewer, to get out to Anna Marie's. If you've never had a pancake that's bigger than your face, then you have no idea what you're missing. Until next time, get out there and discover what makes the Springford area a great place to live, work, eat, and explore.